Nursing school is a wild ride But that doesn't mean you have to run and hide When the going gets tough, don't leave your stress undiagnosed You gotta call the nursing student coach Real life tips from a registered nurse In school and out, she's seen the worst Now without further ado, yeah, here is your host it's the Nursing Student Coach. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nursing Student Coach. This is Lauren Chapnick, your host. If you're watching on YouTube, if you could please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Or if you're watching on Spotify, listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, whatever, whatever platform you're listening, if you could take 10 seconds to please pull out your phone, give us a quick rating and a review, a review of one or two sentences of why you like the show. Here's the thing. The more ratings and reviews we have, the more these platforms will present this podcast to prospective listeners who may not have found us otherwise. And ideally that will help reach more future nurses and help put more great nurses into the world, which is my personal mission in making this show. So thank you so much and your help to do that. I greatly appreciate it. Today, I cannot wait for you to meet our guest. Her name is Pam Diamond, and she is a labor and delivery and mother baby registered nurse. She has been working in the OB maternity world for seven years, and she's going to tell you all about it. Because here's the thing, guys, nursing school, it's this all-encompassing event, this journey, and it's your entire world for a number of years. And then it ends. You pass your NCLEX and you go out into the world. And what's out there is incredible. All these different opportunities, all these different options. And what I would like to do is, with my guests, give you a taste what is it like to work as a labor and delivery nurse? What is it like to work as a med surge nurse? All these different jobs, all these different opportunities that are out there, we'll explore all of them on this show. And today we're going to be focusing on maternity. And Pam Diamond is our guest, and I'm so excited to bring her on. So here she is. So Pam Thank you so much for joining us today and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Great. I'm so excited to have you. And you have been a maternity, labor and delivery, mother baby nurse for the past seven years. What got you interested in it initially? What brought you to that world? So honestly, I didn't know I wanted to do it. When I um, started nursing school, I really was like leaning towards cardiac back. Like, I have a cardiac background. So in my mind, when I went back to nursing school, it was going to do something telemetry, cardiac, something along those lines. But mm -hmm. then when I went to my maternity clinical, all of a sudden it was kind of like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like this is interesting. I think I like this, which was really surprising to me. And then we got to do a rotation in labor and delivery. So I got to see births, C-sections and whatnot. And then it kind of like really, really clicked. And I was like, okay, let me kind of rethink my plans here because this yeah. is what I could see myself doing. And then when I graduated, 
I was still really open-minded. I was like, you know what? Like I still want that first job. I was just excited to work as a nurse. So I wasn't super picky as to my specialty or what I wanted to do. But then when I did apply to my first job, they offered me to interview for maternity labor and delivery. And it was, we'll orient you, we'll teach you all this. And everyone was just super nice. And they were like, we're going to work with you. We'll teach you all this. Cause I was like, I'm like brand new. How am I going to learn labor and delivery? Maternity. So intimidating. Yeah. yeah. But again, I got to speak to other nurses that were doing it that did the orientation process as well. And they're like, Oh my gosh, if you have the passion for this, you have to do this. And then I did get the job offer. And to me, it was kind of like a no brainer at that point. I was like, you know what, like, let's just see where this goes. I didn't expect to be interested in it, but I am. So, you know, I'll take it and let's see, you know, how this passion grows and where I could go from here and never look back. Yeah. <laughs> years later, I love that story. That is a classic example of keeping an open mind during clinical. Yes. I always yes. say that. Yeah. Um, don't close yourself off to anything. You don't know what you're going right. to like. Right. And if you, I think if you have tunnel vision, you say, I only want this and you waste an opportunity, you could be blindsided like you were and just see, wow, this, there's this whole other world out there that I didn't know. So keep an open mind. You don't know until you're on that floor. Right. And it can work the opposite way. I have friends who thought they wanted labor and delivery. They saw a birth and they said, nope. No, not for me. <laughs> no, thanks. So it can work in both ways. So yeah. what is it like? What's a typical day like as both on, because you've worked both sides, which is great, both labor yeah. and delivery and mother baby. And what do you like about each versus the other? Yeah. Yeah. So when I started, I was primarily in labor and delivery my first year. And then, you know, I would kind of float to mother baby or we also call it postpartum as needed. Now I primarily just do postpartum. Um, just where I work now, it was kind of picking one or the other. So okay. I went to postpartum, but yeah, they're very, very different um, areas. So I always kind of remind my students that too, because, you know, students will tell me, oh, I want to do labor and delivery and maybe postpartum or both or whatnot. And it's very different. I kind of mm -hmm. describe labor and delivery to my students, especially kind of like a mini ER for pregnant people, right? Because, you know, it's not just labor that you know, we think we see someone that's nine months pregnant, you know, contracting and pain coming to the hospital, have their baby labor and delivery sees basically any issue with someone that's pregnant. So it could just be something as simple as a UTI that's untreated and maybe mom needs IV antibiotics. They may do that in labor and delivery. It could be the patient was in a car accident and was cleared in the ER, but now we have to monitor her baby. So many different things. So it's not just the simple, I don't say simple, but right. not just that patient coming to, I'm contracting, I'm going to have my baby. We get a lot of patients sent from their OB offices. So maybe they go for their, you know, 30 week check, 30 week visit in office. And they're like, okay, your blood pressure is a little high. So we're going to send you to labor and delivery for a full workup, you know, ultrasound, blood work, you know, so on and so forth. So it's very, um, very busy. Yeah. <laughs> And kind of like an ER, you could have a day where, you know, things are kind of going calmly or smoothly. And all of a sudden we say like the bus pulls up and 
you, know, you could have three or four people, nine centimeters at the same time, and you really don't know what to expect. So you kind of have to have that, I want to say, mentality of be ready for anything because, mm-hmm. and like that excitement of it where, you know, that's exciting. Yeah. Who's going to walk through the door? What my assignment is going to be? But, you know, I'm ready for it and I'm prepared. Where postpartum is a little bit different because we don't really get those surprised people walking through the door. Our patients already had their babies. So we kind of have that, you know, heads up, like some on delivered. So in two hours, you're going to get this patient and, and the baby. So postpartum tends to be a little bit less, I want to say, you know, acute in this sense, you know, different populations, different things going on, but we really focus on a ton of education. And I think that's, you know, something that a lot of people don't realize. It's a right. lot of teaching these parents how to care for their newborns. Breastfeeding's huge, how to change, how to swaddle, the mental health aspect of it. We talk a lot about postpartum depression and signs and symptoms to look out for. So it's just very kind of, I want to say different in that sense where we're constantly, every time we're in that room, we want to teach them something new and make sure they understand it. And, and you know, they don't go home feeling like overwhelmed and how do I care for this little person? Yeah, that's amazing. Cause I know having, especially my first baby, those nurses are everything. You're so yeah. scared. You don't know what yeah. to do with this new life that you brought into the world. And the nurses kind of bring you back down to earth and teach you what you need to know. That's definitely my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my next question is what, what was your favorite part about labor and delivery and what's your favorite part of the other side, the postpartum side? Yeah. So for labor and delivery, it was probably seeing that patient, you know, if you work a 12 hour shift, my favorite would be, you know, having that patient in the morning and kind of laboring with, you know, her and I would say her family, because it is kind of a team event and then seeing that birth. So kind of seeing her really work through all that, you know, seeing, like you mentioned those fears and, you know, we always know birth, it's the fear of the unknown. Like if you haven't done it before, like you have no idea what to expect. So really Mm -hmm. just you know, helping support that patient and support the partner and the family, you know, through their doubts, because, you know, I've had children too, there's always doubts. And I've done labor and delivery where you're like, is this going to happen? Like, is this normal? I'm just kind of helping them work through all that. And getting to see, you know, the end result that baby born and I'm telling you, out of all the babies and births I've seen, I still will never get tired of the parents' expressions. Like that's what I look for in that baby's firstborn. Like, you know, mom's expression, partner's expression, like that will never get old to me because it's just so like, uh, like, you know, amazing. Even on the craziest days, the craziest shifts. Yeah. That's so, I mean, that's your job. That's amazing. It's such a miracle. I love that. Yeah, it is. And it never gets, that part never gets, you know, tiring three shifts in a row, you know, crazy hours, crazy days. It's still, you know, kind of centers you and kind of brings you down back to like, why am I doing this? Like what's, Mm -hmm. you know, my passion, my reasoning for wanting to do this. Yeah. And then what about the uh, mother baby side? What's your, your favorite part there is the, the educating the new moms and the new parents. Yeah. So my background is, you know, in education. So I do teach clinical. So hence that kind of naturally became my favorite part because just like Mm -hmm. I like to educate my students. I love to educate, you know, my parents as well. 
I kind of like the challenge of it. So sometimes we'll get like maybe a teen mom or, you know, a mom or patient that has social issues and just really sitting with them and answering their questions and, you know, helping them work through it and learn, you know, again, the a teen mom I had recently was like really doubting herself. Like, can I really do this? And I don't know, I'm young myself and, you know, kind of helping to guide her and give her that confidence that like, yeah, absolutely. You can learn this. You're going to be an awesome mom. You're already an awesome mom to this baby because you're wanting to learn. You're wanting to do what's yeah. best for them. So just kind of getting to guide them in that sense and really just building confidence because again, I worked in postpartum before I had my kids and I still <laughs> question myself, you know, when you have your own kids, cause it's very different. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's scary, right? You're like, I have these little people. What do I do with them? I know. Wow. <laughs> That, that teen mom was so lucky to have you. She's going to remember you, Pam. She's going to remember you forever, you know? I hope so. Having those, those long, rough nights, she'll she'll remember <laughs> Pam. That's, that's incredible. So what about the not-so-glamorous sides? Are there parts of labor and delivery or mother-baby that are maybe not-so-glamorous or, of course, you mm -hmm. probably deal with sadness and tragedy yeah. and loss and things like that? What are some of the, the darker sides that uh, yeah. Of the specialty. Yeah, I think you brought up a great point right there. So whenever I tell someone I work in L&D or maternity, they're like, oh, wow, like, that's so fun. That's such a happy place in a hospital. And I always say, majority of the time it is like, you know, right. definitely, you know, we do have some sad aspects of it. Not every pregnancy maybe is wanted or expected. So you have some kind of, you know, maybe social aspects there helping those patients through. And then unfortunately, not every, you know, pregnancy is viable, or we have syllabus. And that is something that never ever gets easier when you're care caring for those kinds of patients. And sometimes it absolutely can get to you. Because it's just, it's just heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking for that, you know, patient and their family. Yeah, how do you how do you decompress from that? Like, how do you separate yourself from that? Or yeah. what tactics have you found that that work for you? Yeah, I just think acknowledging kind of the grief. Like, I remember my first stillbirth, I was in orientation. And my preceptor was like, go to the bathroom after this happened. And I was like, I'm like, I don't have to go to the bathroom. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, she's like, no, I want you to go and cry because I'm going to tell you right now, this is not going to be your first one you're going to see. She's like, you're trying to hold back your emotions. You can't let that build up. Mm -hmm. I've been a nurse for 30 something years. You can't, you know, keep these emotions inside. I want you to go take your time, acknowledge how you're feeling that this is sad. This is horrible, but you can't just kind of push it on the, under the rug and, you know, go to the next patient. And that's something that I did kind of, you know, take her advice on because, you know, in the moment you're strong for the patient, you know, you're supporting them, you're there for them, but, you know, still like having to see that or go through it, it does take a toll on you. So it's important just to kind of do that check-in with yourself, that mm -hmm. self care. like, am I okay? You know, that was hard to see. And sometimes it's, you know, our colleagues that we'll talk to, my coworkers, I'll be like, oh my gosh, that was so terrible to see. Or, or you saw it. Are you okay? How are you doing? Right. But not just to some people are like, oh, it's just part of the job. Like we just got to move on. And, you know, yeah. head and it makes a difference. Yeah. That was really good advice that that nurse gave you. And also to go off to a private place because it's not the patient's job to console you either. So you have to definitely do it privately, but right. to let yourself feel it. So it doesn't right. build up. I think that's really amazing advice and to lean on your colleagues and yeah, 
yeah. it's a team sport nursing. So if you need that extra support, just someone to, you know, talk to, then they most likely have gone through it themselves at some point with the patient. So, you know, they're kind of on your side and would understand. Absolutely. So if there's a nursing student out there that's really thinking they want to work in labor and delivery and maternity, what would your advice be for them as far as should they, this is a big topic. This is a hot yeah. topic. Should I start out in labor and delivery <laughs> and go right into it? Or should right. I build my foundation in a med surge floor or something like that first? Sure. Now you, you're a classic example of somebody who just went right into it and is super right. successful and loves it and never looked back. What would your advice be to somebody who is kind of debating what to do? Yeah. And I feel like that is a debate that you'll yeah. hear every specialty or, and, you know, everyone has such great, you know, different opinions. And that's what's great that we all, you know, experience things differently. If you truly want to do it, I would say do it. My biggest piece of advice would be to make sure that they will orient you, that they do have like, you know, either like a nurse residency program or something like that geared towards that specialty. So maybe like a bigger hospital versus a smaller community hospital, again, depending on where you live and what area you're looking into, um, but just making sure that you're getting that training and orientation as a new grad, I think is really key to being successful. So really asking those questions, you know, if you're interviewing, what's the orientation process? If this is just like a six week, yeah, we'll put you on postpartum, you know, you'll follow someone that may not be, you know, a great option, especially for a new grad. But if it's, you know, a program where, okay, we're going to start you a month in basic skills and you'll be like in the sim lab and learn, you know, the basic things you'll need to learn for a hospital in general. And then we'll take you to the floor and you'll orient and, you know, you could orient as long as you need to for months if needed, then that would definitely be, I think, a better option. Yeah, I agree. And I think there are so many different residency programs now and hospitals are trying to compete with each yes. other. And so no matter what specialty you want to go in, there are residency programs where you can train for six months, nine months before you're right. even on your own, right. you're released into the wild. So that that's really, really great for those who want to specialize. Yeah. I think things are changing. It used to be they wouldn't even look it. at you if right. you didn't have two years of med surge experience. Now it's different. You can kind of step right into a specialty if you want. So it's yeah. nice to know that that option is there. So if a new grad, somebody who passed their NCLEX, they're starting a new job soon, what advice would you give them for starting a new job to be prepared to be the most successful that they can be, whether it's on labor and delivery or really any unit? Yeah. If you could think back to when you first started, is there anything you would do different in your first weeks and months as a new nurse? Sure. I would say have confidence in yourself. I feel like I precepted new nurses throughout the years and they kind of have this mindset, some of them of like, oh, this is so much. How am I going to do this? And you went through nursing school, <laughs> nursing school's intense. You pass your NCLEX, like you can do this. Just have that confidence that it's kind of like driving a car, right? Like when you first get your license, you're, you're new, you're like, how do I, how do I get on the highway? How do I do this? And as mm -hmm. you practice it more, it gets easy. And it's like second nature, you get in a car and you drive now. So it's kind of, you know, the same idea, like you will get those skills. I think it took me like a good year 
um, after, you know, working full time to feel, you know, actually conf like really confident that like, okay, like I could do this. I'm a postpartum nurse um, and even longer to really hone in on those skills. And it, and it takes time. So just know that, be confident and be like, okay, this is, you know, hard for me today, but I'm not going to give up. And the more I practice it, the more I ask questions, it will get easier and ask those questions. You know, if mm -hmm. you're orienting with someone, ask away. Like that's what they're there for. They want to help you learn. They want to teach you, but sometimes they can, if they don't know that you're, you don't know how to do it or you're confused right. about something. So never, ever be afraid to ask. Um, Cause that's really how you're going to learn and be open-minded mm -hmm. to that. That's great. I wish you could precept me. <laughs> that would be great. So if you, you teach clinicals, you teach maternity clinicals. Yeah. So are there any common mistakes that you see students making in clinical that you think could be avoided? I've had, I think you kind of brought this up earlier that there are students that come into maternity clinical and they're either like, I really want to do this or mm -hmm. I have no interest in it. And I had a student one time basically be very upfront with me from the start and be like, I'm really only here because the school makes us do this. Like, right. I know I don't want to do maternity and I don't want to do labor and delivery. And they were a little bit closed minded. And what was interesting was that when the student did their labor and delivery rotation, they went in for a C-section. And so they got to see the OR, you know, that whole, the role of the scrub nurse, the circulating nurse, all that. And the student, when we were post-conferencing, they go to me, they're like, I want to do the OR. That was amazing. Like, yeah. and this person actually is an OR nurse now. And wow. I just laugh because this was the person that was very kind of closed minded to this clinical that was like, I, you know, not that no. they're negative. They're just like, I know I don't want to do this. So right. I guess my they, biggest they thought they didn't. Yeah. Like just be open-minded to stuff. I mean, again, like we all have our areas that were kind of like, you know, I probably won't end up doing this in my career, but be open-minded to the experience because you really don't know what you're going to see. I mean, you know, it's really open. Maybe you'll follow this person to interventional radiology, your patient, maybe you'll follow them to ultrasound. You'll get to kind of see different areas that again, may kind of click and you may be like, wow, that was interesting. Totally. Uh, that's such, it's such a common theme and you hear it all the time. I didn't expect to like this. I didn't think right. I would like this. And the OR story is a perfect example of that. And I know the day that I got to go into the OR to see that emergency C-section of twins. Yeah. It was totally unexpected. It just, that's how it goes. It just kind of happens. And right. I was standing right there, go scrub in. Go go. And right. It was awesome. And I personally would not want to work full time in the OR. I like that patient interaction, Right. but yeah. But it was amazing. And I can see how somebody could be pulled into something like that and just have, you know, just be blindsided, just have a 180 of this is actually what I want to do. So if you're closed off and you don't even get those opportunities, you're, you're really missing out. Is right. What I think. Right. And how would you know unless you tried it? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Pam, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation. And just to give our listeners a little insight as to what does the world of labor and delivery and mother baby look like? Because um, I know it's it's a popular one. A lot of nursing yeah. students think that they want to do it. And so I, I know that this will help them in answering some of their questions. So 
Thank you so much. And if you you want to connect with Pam, she is on LinkedIn. So I'll put that information in the description of the show. And Pam, thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day. Give your kids big hugs and have a great (laughs) semester. Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Well, that's going to do it for today. Pam, thank you so much. That was so great to speak to you. And for everybody watching, it is my personal mission to help put more great nurses into the world. Thank you so much in helping me to do that. Go to nursingstudentcoach.com, subscribe to our mailing list to get all the latest updates of the exciting things to come. Until next time, this is Nurse Lauren. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Nursing Student Coach Podcast.